we're here to make the world a better place and our hospitals are some of the best in Israel. And if someone needs life-saving surgery, it doesn't matter if they're Muslim, Jew, or Christian, they should get the services that they need. Hi, I'm Professor Danny Shamovitz. I'm the president of Ben Gurion University of the Negev. Ben Gurion University is one of Israel's major research universities. We're situated here in Beersheba, um, the capital of the Negev area. We were put here over 50 years ago by Israel's first prime minister, David Ben Gurion, in order to develop this area to be the center of economic and academic development. So, Ben Gurion University and the Soroka University Hospital, as a unit together, we're 25 miles from the Gaza Strip. And as these hideous, heinous attacks unfolded on October 7th, um, all of the injured started being brought in by ambulance, by helicopter to Soroka Hospital. And immediately, without us having to make any calls, over 500 medical students, um, social, uh, social work students, psychology students, physical therapists, emergency medicine students, all descended on the emergency room to volunteer to give a hand with aid for the over... 900 injured that were being brought in over the hour. That's amazing. Now, were any of those injured actual Hamas terrorists? Um, some of them were Hamas terrorists who were injured. Well, tell me about that. I mean, I think most people don't, I, I've read about this before, but most people don't realize that the Israelis actually treat a lot of people from Gaza and actually held a lot of children from there and that sort of thing. Under normal conditions, you know, there's a daily flow of people needing advanced medical aid out of Gaza into Israel. There's actually an organization dedicated to doing that that is founded in the kibbutzes around the Gaza Strip. The irony is many of the, um, many of the hostages who were kidnapped to Gaza were the exact same people who on a daily basis were bringing children with cancer, needing eye surgery to hospitals throughout Israel. One of my closest friends, um, Professor Morris Hartstein, has long-term relationships with both patients and doctors in the Gaza Strip, people who he's done life-saving surgery on them. We're here to make the world a better place, and our hospitals are some of the best in Israel. And if someone needs life-saving surgery, it doesn't matter if they're Muslim, Jew, or Christian, they should get the services that they need. It's not those people's fault that their regime is this extreme Islamic fundamentalist regime. The people shouldn't have to suffer for that. So actually what we need to be talking about is freeing Gaza from Hamas. So and within Ben-Gurion University, we've unfortunately been severely hit. You know, Israel has over 1,400 casualties. Here we have 52 casualties, um, both students and staff and family members. Um, we have about four students and faculty and staff members who were kidnapped to Gaza. We've heard nothing about them. We have over 500 families that are now homeless, displaced people within Israel, living in hotels at the Dead Sea and out in Eilat. And the university has come together very quickly as a center of resilience. Um, we have in the student union, just across the path from where my office is, there's a huge um, volunteer effort of hundreds of students that are getting food, toiletries, um, clothes to distribute to the refugees. Uh, our students are continuing to volunteer wherever necessary. Um, our Eilat campus, we've now set up two elementary schools for these displaced people. Their kids have to keep going to school. So 
just a few days ago, they went back to school after three weeks. So we have close to 100 elementary school children who some of their friends, a large number of their friends have been killed, massacred, who they're all post-traumatic. The things that they witnessed, we haven't seen since the Holocaust, since World War II, and they're not going to school in one of our campuses. The numbers are changing because the situation changes. The Hamas-ISIS terrorist attacks were so severe that there are some bodies that we didn't realize were even bodies when we found the charred pieces of charcoal in the rooms or the different... There was butchering, there was burning. It's hard to know what is, who was killed, how we were identifying the bodies, who was kidnapped because the Red Cross hasn't been able to see them. So the numbers are changing as we get more information, unfortunately. Even today, three weeks later, there are still about 200 bodies that haven't been identified. So they're still working through those. Um, now, last question. Uh, in the current operation that's underway, will your hospital see or treat any of the wounded uh, soldiers or troops that come out of that? First of all, God willing, there won't be any. But um, of course, uh, we are, the, there's the helicopter pad right in the center of the hospital. We will hear helicopters coming in and we'll have a huge role to play there. Well, on campus, the school year hasn't even opened yet. We had to postpone the opening of the academic year because of the war, and we're not going to open it until the reserves have come back so that they can study. Mm -hmm. But what we're seeing on campuses across the United States and Europe, it's not that we're seeing people demonstrate in favor of Palestine or in the formation of a Palestinian liberal democratic state. We're seeing demonstrations in favor of Hamas, ISIS, terrorists who butchered babies, who decapitated children in front of their parents. I mean, who raped women while they're before executing and killing their parents. It's, it's so intellectually dishonest, so morally dishonest, without any integrity. In what world of any type of liberal academic um, atmosphere is that type of behavior considered a proper protest? It just makes no sense to us. And regardless of what we feel about what needs to be the outcome of the Israeli-Palestinian problem, 